Hi, Amy Carroll here with another Partner in Action story. This body of work is based on the communication model, Predator, Prey, or Partner, and it was developed by my sister, Pat Kirkland. You can find out more about Pat and the model at patkirklandleadership.com. Hi everyone and welcome back to another Partner in Action story. I'm here today speaking with Faye Matt, who is the CEO of the Special Olympics of Saskatchewan, Canada. And welcome, Faye. Good to have you on the call. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Now, Faye, you and I met a little over a year ago at the Edwards School of Business during a workshop. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so what I'd like to ask you, Faye, is to tell the listeners what it is that you discovered about yourself and how you applied that in one of the most important relationships in your life. Amy, after we met, it was one of those presentations that really got in my brain and there were some tools that you shared that I wanted to integrate into my life because I could see how they could benefit me and work And then once I started to integrate some of those tools, obviously I wanted to practice them everywhere in my life to make them a genuine part of who I am. And so obviously I was practicing them at home as well. Uh And this became very beneficial everywhere, but especially I noticed it at home because it's easy to improve on yourself or you think you're doing okay. It's when you realize that maybe there's an area of your life that you discover you're not really participating as well as you want to be. And that's where I was at home. I was not in any sort of strife, yet obviously not honing in on communication issues. Uh And issues between my husband and I were very much stemming from communication, not the actual issue at hand of who didn't do the dishes or take out the garbage sort of thing. It was how are we communicating those things. It occurred to me quite soon that we were both being predator in situations that we were at an impasse or someone didn't say something just right. And rather than absorbing it, thinking about why that was said that way, it was all taking things very personally. And then once you're in predator, you aren't thinking about is it simply words or is it a strike against me? Once I started moving into partner... I could feel resentments lifting because, again, when you're in predator mode, you're not even thinking about the big picture. You're really thinking about that in-the-moment strike against you and, again, taking it very personally, and then that stays within you as a resentment for a long time after. Yep. And it's sort of that classic scenario of you're fighting now, yet it's over something someone said three months ago. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. They let go. You're still kind of bringing that back in. Once I lived in partner a little more, I could see the forest for the trees much better. I was able to let go of things much sooner, and it makes much more sense to let go of things because, again, they're not personal attacks. They're simply things said in the moment out of frustration when communication isn't working. And... By bringing myself there, that classic situation of can we change someone, especially we think of our partners, right, our our spouse or the folks, our family, and what is it about them we want to change? Really, Amy, what you brought to me was it's in ourselves to change what we're doing. It's not about changing who we are. It's about changing 
how we see things and what we're doing, and that brings folks along with us and to partner. And it's been working very beautifully in, in communicating, and of course, in any family situation, it never works 100% of the time, yet once you think of it that way, you can get out of the weeds much faster. Okay, so that brings me to the next level of detail, Faye. What, can you remember what it was you started doing differently to really step into partner? I did hear you say specifically that you were letting things go. What else were you noticing that you were doing more of or, or stopping? One thing that really helps with my relationship is letting my husband know that I'm hearing him okay. and that I might not agree in this moment or I might need some time to process it. And just simply letting the other person know that you're hearing them mm-hmm. and and being honest about the fact that you want to communicate this better. So if you're in an impasse with someone and it's not going anywhere, it's going in circles or you're bringing up things that don't really make sense to the situation, it is okay to say aloud, this communication isn't working and we we need to do something different, whether that's take a little time or it's that that saying about, you know, are we are we listening to respond or listening to hear? And uh-huh. it's very powerful in partner to listen to hear and to be okay with admitting that something isn't working in this communication. So what I hear is that you're not suggesting that we be all nice and sweet and accept everything the other person's saying, that it's still okay to push back and say, not sure I'm in agreement, this is not making 100% sense to me yet. At the same time, you said that even prior to communicating that, what you are doing with your husband now is letting him know you're hearing him. So what are you doing specifically to communicate that? Well, there's simply our physical form when we're communicating, right? Mm-hmm. Am I, is my phone in my hand? Am I, what are my hands doing? Where are my eyes? It's pretty obvious for us at this juncture. We have young children and preschooler and toddler and we're teaching them those very basic fundamental skills. I look at me when I'm talking to you about the situation and how soon we forget as adults and taking those primary lessons. Is it eye contact? One of the items that I'll, I'll never forget that you taught Amy simply, where am I placing my hands? Are my arms crossed? Again, am I holding something? Those very simple things that seem elementary yet mm-hmm. are very powerful when you're communicating with someone. So that's one way to show that I'm hearing and I'll also even say the words and repeat things back right I'm hearing that you're saying this or is it true that you meant this that's a very key thing I said this but I meant that Mm -hmm. and repeating that back and forth a bit repeating again it's hard not to be condescending (laughs) in, in that situation but once you start saying why I want to repeat this back to make sure that I've heard what you're saying right so not only the mechanics of repeating it back, making sure the packaging is not sounding like you disagree or you think what they're saying is ridiculous, like to avoid that condescending tone. Yeah, I like how you said that, the packaging of it, right? And again, it's very much about honesty. You don't have to be perfect and robotic in it. You simply have to say, I want to repeat this back to you so that I understand better, or I want to take this conversation to a time where... I've thought about it a little more, right? It's okay to be honest, and it doesn't have to be a picture-perfect scenario. 
Excellent. Well, Faye, thanks so much for sharing how this uh, these concepts have impacted your life, and congratulations for taking it into one of the most important relationships in your life and applying it there, and it sounds like it's really paying off for you. It certainly is, Amy. Thank you so much uh, for everything you've taught me, and I feel like there are times where you're a little angel on my shoulder and whispering, you could be doing this better, and I appreciate that. Well, I'm glad to hear that you use the analogy of an angel and not a devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Faye, take care. And for the listeners, thanks for tuning in, and tune in next time for another Partner in Action story. 